This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Rico Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. If the TikTok algorithm has ever brought you to fashion talk, then you know that style guides are nothing new. But lately, one specific system based on a book that's been out of print for ages has been building a massive fan base online. There was something interesting to explore here because this styling guide is from the 1980s. It's you know, super hard to find in print. But for some reason, it's just everywhere on the internet if you're a young woman who's interested in fashion, things like that. Terry Nguyen from Vox is here to explain how the Kibbe body system became the internet's latest obsession. It was published by this Manhattan stylist in the late 80s named David Kibbe. The book is called uh, David Kibbe's Metamorphosis, Discover Your Image Identity and Dazzle as Only You Can. But online, it's pretty much known very colloquially as just the Kibbe body type system. When I tell you that I find the Kibbe body types the most challenging thing in fashion, it is so complicated to me. For many, many decades, women have been encouraged to kind of use vague shapes in fashion and beauty magazines to categorize their bodies. They were either, you know, a pear, an apple, an upside down triangle, an hourglass. Oftentimes when they figured out their shape, they were advised to dress in a way that conformed their bodies to this ideal figure. And David Kibbe, as a stylist, didn't really like that. He wanted people to embrace and understand their own unique proportions and decided to write this guide outlining the various 13 different body types that a woman's shape could vaguely resemble. So I took the Kibbe body test and you can find it online and I ended up getting Dramatic Classic and I just started to look up what looks good on people with those body types and it just completely changed the way that I saw myself. I mean, it's worth saying that the only way you can be officially typed is by David Kibbe himself or you're just kind of guessing. There's no way to figure out your type for sure, which contributes to kind of the mystique and the fervor around the system. David claims, I actually spoke with him for this article, he claims that this is like a quote-unquote a love-based system. But a lot of the language around body typing actually has been disproven. It's not really scientifically backed up, and it actually has some really bizarre roots in early 20th century eugenics. Hmm. Um, But that being said, you know, the Kibbe system is less about your body or your weight or kind of like fixing your body, but more so figuring out how clothes um, can drape on your body and which um, silhouettes are flattering for your body. So how exactly did a 35-year-old book or style guide become the hottest thing on the internet in 2022? Was 
it because of TikTok or, or had it been kind of embraced by other online communities before then? The Kibi system has kind of been referenced and mentioned in all sorts of style blogs in the early 2000s, but it really took off with Reddit. And I think the art slash Kibi subreddit is really the home for this discussion. And it's given rise to kind of like a small ecosystem of communities that are interested in pretty much personal style and how to best style yourself. Um, there is a formal Facebook group that David Kibbe is a member of and actually only accessible to women, like no men can join. Um, but Reddit really gave rise to the online community behind it. And then a lot of style YouTubers became interested in the system, which helped, you know, hype up the Kibbe system among younger audience members who might have never heard of it before. And obviously TikTok kind of expedited everything as it usually does. Um, so people are out here, instead of making a 15 minute long explainer on a Kibbe video, they're doing kind of like minute long explainers on each body type. Flamboyant naturals are the most yang of the natural family. So they have a long vertical line and there's undercurrent of yang to their wide blunt bones. Okay, I think I can picture how some of these online communities are talking about the Kibbe system. But before we get more into that, can you just Tell us how the system works. What are the different body types? And I'm assuming that this is something that applies to all people, or is it specifically for women? Well, David wrote this specifically for women, but online there have been all sorts of applications um, towards men and genderqueer folk who are trying to, you know, use his methodology to figure out how to dress better. I will try my best to explain this, um, but there are basically uh, 13 body types in the system, and it's grouped into five broad families. Um, the dramatics, classics, naturals, gamins, and romantics. And they're assessed on a spectrum of yin and yang, which kind of sounds problematic when you're using it in a Western context, but basically yang features are more angular and sharp, whereas yin features are more rounded and curved. And David Kibbe says these metrics are not really based on any weight or measurement. Most people just have kind of a mix of these yin and yang features. And that's kind of where they fall onto this um, body type spectrum. Okay, well, the yin and yang part kind of makes sense. Yin being more round and curved, yang being more angular, sharp. But tell me more about these families. They don't make as much sense to me. Dramatics, classics, naturals, gamines, romantics. What are each of those? What do they mean? It is a confusing system. And on the internet, a lot of people can't seem to agree um, which celebrities fall into which type. Um, so I'll try to give a few examples, but take them with kind of a grain of salt. People who fall into the dramatics family Imagine like a Kira Knightley or a Tilda Swinton figure have more yang um, and are taller or more like angular and sharp than people who are natural types, kind of like Tracy Ellis Ross or Jennifer Lopez. David Kibbe references Jackie O and Grace Kelly as the classics who have the most balance. Well, gammon types, kind of like Lucy Liu or Audrey Hepburn, um, have a petite yin frame with kind of like sharper features. And finally, on the furthest end of the yin spectrum are those who are more curvy or rounded. And David Kibbe referenced Marilyn Monroe as an example. It's worth mentioning that the women that David Kibbe references in his book are old Hollywood celebrities. So there is a limited range of kind of diversity, even if they all 
have, quote unquote, diverse body types. And the idea is that you figure out your body type and then there are certain types of clothes or outfits that you should be wearing. And I'm guessing since the book isn't easy to find these days, a lot of this is happening online. Yes, entirely. Almost all of the discourse is happening online. Um, There are entire YouTube channels, TikTok accounts. You know, I mentioned Facebook groups and blogs devoted to analyzing kind of these technicalities. And oftentimes people use celebrities as these examples, like who's dramatic versus who's a romantic. Um, And there is kind of a wholesome element in which people share a lot of, you know, outfits, styling tips, and mood boards. And there's even a subreddit where you can kind of like submit a photo of yourself and people will help type you. But David Kebby actually isn't super thrilled that this is happening. He's kind of confused why people would want to kind of type others or figure out a celebrity's type. Like he kind of emphasizes that personal style should be fun, should be a journey. But his system instead has become kind of the basis for this online fandom. Tell me more about Kibby fans. So I think a good way to think about kind of this type of fandom is that it's kind of like, you know, identifying with people based on your astrology sign or your Hogwarts house or um, your personality type, your Myers-Briggs personality type. And Kibby, in a way, kind of offers that self-selection of identity. Um, But the potentially problematic aspect is that it applies to not just how you dress, but kind of how you assess your body. Obviously, the fandom is not based around scrutinizing your own body, um, but a big part of the fandom is figuring out which uh, celebrities are which types. So Zendaya is 25, so she's able to be officially typed, and she is, I think, 5'10 or 5'11, and that gives her verticality. I think she looks very tall. And I think there's this interesting celebrity culture notion at play in which people can then try to relate to the celebrities whose types they most resemble. Um, So there is kind of that um, oddly parasocial element involved in sharing a part of your identity with this traditionally beautiful person. So it's not simply fandom around the system. It's also fandom around the specific celebrities in in a way that people can relate to those celebrities. Yeah. What's really interesting is as more and more people kind of discover the Kibbe body system, it's kind of diversifying the range of celebrities that can be referenced. I've seen on various subreddits more people trying to type, for example, um, Korean pop idols and Black celebrities who have historically, you know, not been typed by David Kibbe. So in a way that has kind of expanded the reach and um, so-called body diversity of the fandom. So I have to ask in reporting this story, did you try out the Kibbe system for yourself? Yeah, I did. I mean, I was able to be typed Uh, informally by David himself because I had lunch with him. But I figured out that I was a flamboyant gammon, which means I resemble Audrey Hepburn's body type. That's not a very clear um, example, but it's kind of a way, that's kind of how Kibbe fans think. You know, they're like, oh, I'm this. David has expressed that fashion is meant to be fun and subjective. Um, So it is interesting that sometimes the most hardcore fans get a little swept away on kind of the methodology. Terry, I thought it was interesting what you said about how David Kibbe thought that fashion should be fun. And I have to wonder, is that how all this is playing out online? 
Not always, unfortunately. Um, in some of the forums, um, and I've had a former moderator tell me this, they tend to kind of attract people with body dysmorphia or those who really kind of fixate on certain aspects of their body. People get really obsessive about bodies, whether it's their own or a celebrity's, and this quote-unquote, you know, perceived ideal. And it hasn't really helped that uh, in Kibby's book and in the language that's used by fans, um, there are certain descriptors like with or fleshy, for example, which are neutral terms, but it's really difficult to, you know, assign adjectives to women's bodies that don't have these negative connotations. And so um, things can easily be misinterpreted or, you know, as David Kibbe claims there's a lot of misinformation on the internet around his very subjective system. Um, so yeah, in a fandom, like any fandom, toxic behaviors can arise. All right, Terry, thanks for explaining this to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Today's episode was produced by Taylor Meekin. The mix is by John Ahrens, and I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 